Well, man, that was good right there. I'm not hot water. I'm not hot water anymore. I'm tea. I'm cocoa. What's your name? Are you coffee? You're coffee? What are you? Chai. You're chai. What are you? You what? You mocha. You're mocha, baby. What are you? You're coffee. What are you? You sound like your pastor. <laughs> He's whatever you dip in him. That's what he is. And you know what? You are whatever's been dipped in you. That's what you are. I ain't hot water no more. Amen. That'll preach right there. How, how would you like to hear that and then have to get up and speak after that? A little intimidating, but hey, we push past that. Uh, that that'd be wrong thinking, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you have your Bibles with you? Praise God. Let's have you turn over to, um, you know what, I think I'll have you turn right to Isaiah 55. We've been talking about uh, wrong thinking, and not for the purpose of you living in wrong thoughts, but for the purpose of you learning how to defeat wrong thinking and avoid wrong thinking. Praise the Lord. We, uh, We started out, of course, if you'll remember, over in Ephesians chapter 4, talking about putting off the old man. Remember that? Putting on... Wait, the only one that said yes was my wife. She wasn't even here the, one, the, the day I taught that. Do you remember that over in Ephesians yes. chapter 4 yes. where it says, put off. See, because if I just turn there again, we'll never get any further. <laughs> put off the old man, mm-hmm. which is corrupt. Remember that? Yes. Which is corrupt. Remember we talked to you about how uh, a computer program can get corrupted. A file right. can get corrupted. Put off the old, put on the new man, which is created after God and righteousness and true holiness. Well, in between there, it tells you how to do it. It says, put off the old man. Then it says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Or we could say it this way, be spiritually renewed in your thinking. Get your thinking spiritually renewed. And so that's the job of the Christian. God does the hard part. When you come to Christ, when you say, like we were singing, I belong to you, is that your heart? How many would say, uh, lift your hand if you'd say, I'm his. I'm his. Do you know it's a commitment? It's a commitment. That's a commitment. You need to make that commitment. Not be ashamed of that commitment. Because uh, things will come along to challenge that. And say, uh, are you here? You know, the enemy will come. He'll say, are you his or are you mine for today? Can you be mine today? Just be mine today. No, I'm here every day. Every, not just Sundays, I'm his. No. Every day, I'm his. Every day, I'm his. And see, when you give all of you to him, he'll give all of him to you. Yes. That's right. Glory to God. He'll withhold. Amen. The Bible says that he'll withhold no, listen to me, he'll withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly. In other words, you, you commit your life to him. You order your life according to his principles. You let your mind be renewed. And he said, well, you do that. You just align yourself with my principles and there will be nothing withheld from you. And if you can hear that and sit there and say, oh, okay, that's cool. No. You didn't hear it. You, you didn't get it. That's no. right. and, if you, and if you heard that and didn't get it, just, just on the inside of you say, Father, help me help, to help get, me get it. it. Yes. Help me get it. Because uh, if you believe what he says, then that, that should bless you. Yes. No good thing. No good thing will, will we, he withhold from you. No good thing. Well, now the question, beca- the question becomes, well, what's a good thing and what's a bad thing? 
And this is where you have to renew your mind to get God's definitions. He tells you what's good. Religion will tell you. Religion will mess you up so bad. Yes, it will. It will. Yes. It if will. you have religion without a real relationship with Christ, it'll mess you up to where you think that good things are bad things and bad things are good things. Yes, that's true. Religion will tell you cancer's good. Oh, come on wow. now. No, it will. It will. It'll tell you disease. And have you anybody ever heard it before? God's doing. Yeah. See, yeah. you know, God yeah. puts things on us to teach us this and come this. On. No, he gives us his word to teach us. He gives us his word. He gives us his word to teach us. He sets teachers in the body to teach us. He doesn't take disease and put it on us to teach us. But how many have heard that that's what he does ever? Raise your hand so I don't think I'm talking. You have heard that. Do you have any scripture to support that? No, no, actually. No, none actually. And not only that, if God does that, if God puts disease on his children, he is the worst child abuser ever, and I refuse to serve him. That's how strongly I believe the Bible. Yeah. I will not serve somebody who tries to teach. Because think about it. What if you had a child? Right. And, you, and don't you know every child comes out of the womb as a blank sheet of paper yep. and is nothing but pure flesh needing direction, needing boundaries, needing right. help. Right. Needing, uh, can we say yeah. it this way? If this, was, if this was a road right here, this middle aisle... These chairs along here, they're guardrails to keep you from going off into the ditch. Right. Well, listen, as a child, as a teen, as an adult, as an older adult, you need guardrails to keep you from going off into what you can't see and into a mess. That's all the word, that's all God's principles are. They're guardrails for your life. They're not to make your life miserable. Well, you know, so a child needs discipline. A child needs guardrails in their life to keep them on, on the right path. And how many know that every child's going to try to bump off the guardrail? Oh, yeah. They'll go against, and you've got to correct, you, you gotta correct kids. Right. You have to. It's true. Have to. Absolutely. And if the way you do that is saying, I got this great strain of, of hepatitis, and yeah. I'm going to teach, because I want to teach my children. Don't you want to teach your children? Come on. Yeah, we do. And, and if, you, if you come to your eight-year-old and say, I've got this wonderful strain of hepatitis, and I'm going to inject it into you just to help teach you, you would be arrested. Yeah. And you should. Yeah. And that child would be taken from you. Right. And it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would be not allowed to parent anymore. Right. And that would be right. Why? Because you were, you were abusive. But people, people say all the time that that's, what, that's how God does. Well, you know, he won't put more on you than you can handle. The Bible doesn't say that either. Right. It actually doesn't say that. At all. It, says, it has some similar wording. That's even, not even what that says. Right. No, God doesn't put bad things on you. And see, that's what the Word of God will do. It will renew your mind to the truth because the Bible actually teaches that God is good and that there's one called the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But you spend time around religion, they'll tell you God came to steal and kill and destroy. Oh, a tornado? That's because they were sinners and God was God's way of punishing them. Show me the verse. That's not what, you know what I mean? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So if you, if you get God's definitions in your thinking, you will learn. And, it will, and if you've been taught otherwise, it can take time. But, but overdose on the Word of God. Get, start taking replacement therapy 24 hours a day. Keep the Word going in you. And you will, you will get to where you are washed from the wrong thinking that said... God's doing this to teach me a lesson. God's mad at me for this. God's, you got to understand God loves you. He's not mad at you today. Right. Right. He can't bless everything that we do that's mm-hmm. 
misaligned or disaligned or, or contrary to his principles. He cannot bless it and he will not bless it. Right. And his love for you, it's not that he hates the fact that you missed it. He loves you so much that he he's do, wants everything he can, doing everything he can to get you to where you can be in his full blessing where he can withhold no good thing from you. Right. But the only way to do it is get your thinking Amen. renewed. So you stay under the influence of the word full time until you believe that if God's going to bless anyone, it's going to be me. If anybody's going to be healed, it's going to be me. If anyone's going to prosper, it's going to be me. If anyone's going to fulfill uh, the, his plan, it's going to be me. See, now that's, that's renewed thinking. You don't, you don't get there in a minute, but it doesn't have to take you your whole life either. Amen. The best is to always be under the influence of the word, you know, but if, if you weren't, uh, then you just start where you are and you allow the word of God over in Ephesians 5. It talks about the word of God washing, yeah. Yeah. being washed by the water. It'll wash out the old thinking. Mm-hmm. It'll reprogram those corrupt files that are in your head and set you on a path to where you don't recognize you anymore. Now, you might like you, and you should like you, but I'm telling you, when you grow, how many, uh, your life today, well, I'll just use me as an example. I'm nothing like I was today when I was 17. I wasn't even saved when I was 17. I was so messed up in my mind, Uh and on the inside, and I mean, on on the outside, I just, I used to walk all hunched over because I I had such poor self-esteem. See, that's not me today. I don't even recognize that. Yeah. I see somebody else like that and I'll say, I remember that. That was me years ago. But it's not me now. Amen. And so there's a new you on the inside already. Let's get the, let's get the you up here matching the you down there. And you're like, who was that person last year? Who was that? Wish you could say amen in here today. Kind of make me feel like you're here instead of sending the, sending the mannequin. You know what I mean? Sending the body double. Praise the Lord. Over, uh, and and then, then we talked uh, again about this over in um, 2 Corinthians 10, the fourth verse. says, the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, right. not of the flesh, right. but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And did, you, did we talk about that here, about strongholds in your life? Yes. Things that can come to bind you up and... And, uh, you know, there's, it's yes. one thing to, to have maybe some poor self-esteem and think wrong. But it's an, it, you understand that if that kind of thinking is allowed to persist and run its course and get stronger and stronger and stronger, it will lead to things other than, well, I don't feel good about myself. Right. Right. How many know what right. I'm talking about? Right. Right. It can lead to what uh, people call mental illness. That's right. It can lead to things right. like depression, yeah. oppression. Yeah. And, and it, it can even lead to more severe conditions. Yes. That's right. yeah. To where, to where folk are messed up for life. They're, they've gotten into uh, situations that really are supernatural in origin. We'll talk about some of those things. But before we do, I want to look over in Isaiah chapter 55. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 55. And we're going to begin looking in the sixth verse. And it says this, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. You might say, well, where's God going to go that we can't find him? No, do you understand that, that for every person on this planet, God will endeavor to bring the good news of Christ to them. 
And then they have a window of opportunity to accept that. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that's what it means while he may be found. While you're hearing it. While you're in position. Seek him. Yeah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Then what do you do once you start uh, finding out about him? Then call upon him. Right. Call upon him while he's near. Let the, let the wicked forsake his way. Now when it talks about wicked, that's not talking about people going up and shooting up a place. No. If you're, there, there, there's two classes of people in the Bible. There's the righteous and the unrighteous. And the unrighteous are also called the wicked. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily referring to someone's behavior. It's referring to their nature on the inside. Yeah. If, if, if God has not recreated you on, on the inside... You're wicked in your nature. It's a sin nature. Doesn't mean that you've done any act of wickedness. You understand? Right, right, right. But in our society, we use the word wicked to, to, you know, the wicked witch. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. To mean that you're always doing bad stuff. No, 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 no. So the wicked, or the, we could just say it this way, the, the unrighteous, the sinner, the lost person, what's he need to do? He needs to forsake his way right. and find God's way. And the unrighteous man, his what? Thought. His what? Thought. You come into the kingdom of God, you come in as a Christian with wrong thinking that needs to be reprogrammed. Yeah. So let the unrighteous man forsake his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him. See, what do most people believe? If I return to the Lord, he's, he's waiting there with the paddle. Boom. Gotcha. It's true. Yeah. No, God, He has compassion on you. Yes. He's, he's, his arms are open. He's like, just come, here. just come, just come, just come, please, just come. I've come as far to you as I can. You got to, you got to take the next step. Please come, please come, please come, please come. He's telling every person who hasn't come, please come, please come, please come. And we meet them on the streets. We meet those people, and we don't even bother to echo what the Father's saying. Please come, please come. Please come, because we think wow. God wouldn't like you. You're a mess. No, you're a bigger mess. Yeah. The one who's thinking that, because yeah. you're a Christian, your mind's not even programmed. Come on, right. Right. Amen. Right. <laughs> God's a God of compassion. We ought to be people of comp compassion. Reaches out. Yes. Compassion. Come on now. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Now look at this next verse here, please, if you would. For my thoughts, what's God keep, what's he keep coming back to? The thought life. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Next verse says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So God is telling us this. My thoughts are not the same as your thoughts. My, and, and he wants us to know that they are higher. They're higher. What's high, higher means better. Higher, can we say it this way? They're at a higher level. They're at a higher level than our thoughts. Now, how many have ever heard that verse? Don't just look at me and drool. Raise your hand if you have. Don't raise your hand if you haven't. You've heard this verse sometime in your life. How many have heard this and only heard this and haven't heard the answer that comes after this? And because if you only heard this, what does it make you think? It makes you think God's thoughts are higher, His ways are greater, and 
There's a gap. There's a gap. But what did he just say in the verse before this? Let the, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous let him forsake his thoughts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. God's not telling us his thoughts are higher like nah, 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 nah. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You can't think like I think. He's not saying that. He's saying my thoughts are higher. They're better. They're at a higher level. So forsake yours and... He's gonna. He's about. We're about to see that where the verses say, "Here's mine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Forsake your thoughts. Yeah. Take my thoughts yeah. because they're better. They're, they're better. Yeah. They're better. Yeah. Amen. Y'all, you can live better yeah. if you can Amen. think better. You can have better if you can think better. Amen. Amen. And the only way to think better, listen, listen, I'm not, no, nobody here, I don't think in this room, certainly not the leaders here, we're not against education. I mean, I have kids in school, you know what I mean? We're not against learning to think better mentally, but there, there's, there's a whole different realm than that. You can have 15 PhDs and still not have one of God's thoughts. And from, a, from, from God's perspective, you think like a low life. Come on now. Wow. <laughs> You're thinking low thoughts. Low thoughts. Wow. Natural. Do you know how even, do you know how even the ones, the scientists, different ones, we'll use uh, like Einstein for an example. Brilliant, brilliant man. Yes. Actually, I don't believe he was a Christian. I believe he was a Jew, if I'm not mistaken. But anyhow, a God believer. And he tapped into some of God's thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you ever read, have you ever read about it and understand how? I mean, he, he, said, he really says God showed him some of that stuff. Oh, well. Those theories that he came up and developed, different mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But it's beyond what, it's beyond what it, somebody pushed into to something that hadn't been pushed into before. Yeah. Right. They bumped into some t- a type of thinking. They got, they got something that in the natural was a higher level. They, they bumped into some higher thoughts and they learned laws that we could cooperate with and get results all the time. Amen. Right? All the time. Yeah. I don't even know what the theory of relativity is. I don't even know what that is. Other people do know what it is. I don't even know what it is. But, but, but there's other theories. There's other things that people have bumped into just in the natural. It's allowed us to live at a higher level. Here's an example. You'll know this example. Uh, Benjamin Franklin... Huh? They say he discovered electricity. Well, no, electricity was here all the time. He didn't discover electricity, but he helped. He was one of the ones who learned how to cooperate with it. And what did he learn? He learned some laws that, man, this is the way this stuff works. And if we can align ourselves with how this works, we can have lights all the time. Anytime we want them, we can flip a switch and then turn the switch off. And we can have, we can have lights when we want it, no lights when we don't want it. And isn't life beautiful? Because we're living higher than yes. people that 200 years ago lived yeah. that didn't have that yeah. because yeah. somebody flew a kite. Come yeah. on now. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Did more than that, but you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. somebody pushed in, but, they, but, but listen, there was other people trying to discover these things. Why? Was one person just smarter than the other? Listen, in a whole lot of cases, those people had God's help to push into some yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, see, that's in the natural, but there's a spiritual realm. Right. There's a spiritual realm, and there's, there is a realm called the kingdom of God. It's right. how God works. It's his ways. Amen. It's his laws. Yeah. And if we will learn his laws, just like we learned electricity and we can cooperate with that, 
You understand if you don't cooperate with electricity and try to play with it? You know what will happen? You'll be done because you'll experience it in a, in a form that it was not meant to be experienced in. That's right. Right? You've got to, you've got to al properly align with the laws of electricity yeah. in order for it to bless you, not kill you. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the things of God. Yep. You've got to be on the right side. Mm -hmm. Correct. You've got to be on the right side of the power Amen. of God. Yes. Right side of the power of God. You know, there's, there's, such a, there's a phrase in Scripture called the fire of God. Yeah. You know, uh, as, as believers who, who profess uh, to live, to, to want all of God and enjoy even His the things of His Spirit. Some of us have experienced the fire of God, meaning that God's Spirit and God's power and God's presence comes upon us in such a way that it feels like somebody built a fire down on the inside of us, dropped a ball of fire on us, and it's like, you don't know what to do, but you got to react somehow. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's the fire of God, but you understand the fire of God has also come down and killed people. So just, you got to be on the right side of it. you got to be on the right side of the power. You have to be aligned with the power for it to bless you and I hurt you, God, so gracious that he doesn't keep his power just flowing randomly so that when every time a person sins, they drop dead. No, right, God. Because that's what that power would do right. if, he, if he allowed it to manifest here all the time. Right. But see, he's got a kingdom. He's got a realm. He's got ways in, that you and I can cooperate with and get new thoughts, new programs going on in our mind to where we can operate and live at a different level. Yep. Yep. It's, what, it's what Amy was talking about, taking the offering. You can be undisturbed when it makes no sense to be undisturbed. Yes. Circumstances change, but you don't. You don't. Thank yes. you, Lord. You understand Why? Because you know something different. Yeah. You, know that, you know that what God has said, if you will align with it, will override what you see, and what you see will eventually change. It has to change. Circumstances, uh, every circumstance is subject to change. Yes. But the doctor said it wouldn't. Yeah, uh, we understand that from their standpoint, they've done all they can. They've done all that. And so according to their knowledge, it's never going to change. And according to the natural pattern of things, uh, they have plenty of history to prove that this doesn't change once you have this. But you can overlay higher, say higher with me. You can overlay higher thoughts, higher truths on top of that, that can change that truth. Has anybody ever done it? Absolutely. Many people have done it. Yeah. People do it all the time. Yeah. Amen. 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 Cool. Amen. Christians, for those who have learned the laws. Now, you don't just go out on the street, unfortunately, in our day and in our time. You don't go out on the street and find 50 people just walking down the street in the same block that you're in that know these things. Right. But because of ignorance, you know, people would say, well, this doesn't work. Mm, right. Well, that's because they haven't been around it. Right. Right. But we've been around, we've been in groups of thousands and tens of thousands of people that all know these things. Yes. Amen. All work these things. Yes. And it works the same for all of them. You understand that, that there's, as a, as a human being, you can live on this earth 70, 80, maybe 90 years, and then you, that's all your body will give you right. in most cases. Right. And then what happens? Then you, are, then you die. Your body stops. Now, there's nothing in the Bible that teaches us that we can override that. You're, to, you're gonna, if you live long enough, your body is still mortal at this point. That's all you can do. But you understand that there is the real you 
that can live and will live forever. In a place called heaven, if you receive Christ. If you don't receive Christ, you'll still live forever. But it's in a place called hell. Well, why does God send people there? He doesn't send anybody. The only, he only sent one person to hell, yeah. Jesus. So that you and I didn't have to go there. Amen. Anybody else that goes there chooses to go there by rejecting God's love, rejecting God's gift. They choose, it's their choice, your choice. The, see, now that's, why do you say that? Because I've gotten higher thoughts. I've gotten God's thoughts on the matter. And that's what he says. But now, unrenewed thinking will say, well, you do the best you can and then God chooses. That's not what the Bible says. That's not, people believe that. Most people believe that, don't they? Don't most people believe, well, you do the best you can, you try to be a good person, and then God will choose where you go. Uh, he'll see if you've, oh, yeah, here's my, here's my scale, my level, and if, if you've done enough good things, yep, oh, yeah, you went past that when you were 25. You're good because you went past that and you've been doing good stuff ever since. So, yeah, you go to heaven. And, and if you get up here and you just barely did good enough, as he say, uh, I'm sorry, but you, you just had, if, if you had been able to live one more month and support one more orphan, you would have made it, but you didn't. And so I'm sorry, but I have to, I have to send you to the lake of fire. That's, that's not just unrenewed thinking. Yeah. It's, really, it's really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, right. To think that anybody would believe that. Right. Yeah, is. Right. No, God, God made the choice already. He made the choice when he sent Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. When, he, when he sent Jesus, he chose yes. all of us who will say yes to come, to, can come and spend eternity with him. That was his choice. We, we have one choice to make. Yep. Will I say yes to Jesus or will I say, appreciate it, but no thanks, that's not for me. The dumbest choice anybody could ever, that's the stupidest choice anybody could make. People make it every day. That's why God leaves his body down here to try to, to, try to extend his compassion to those who are making the wrong choice and say, please don't make the wrong choice. Please, there's a, there's a higher way. Let me help you think right. Yeah. 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 Amen. God's love has made a better way, a higher way, to where you don't, you don't just have to live uh, your life out here on earth and then die and spend eternity apart from him Amen. in hell. You know, that's the worst part of hell is, is the, the absence of the presence of God. That's right. There, God is, there, no there's God. no God there. No God there. Huh. A little different than I planned to preach actually today, but but we're we're on this, okay? That's why you're here on Earth, because there's people you can interact and you can help them. Yes, amen, Amen. Let me share with you the good news. There's we got God's we got what God said on the matter. We got what He thinks about it. He loves you. He has compassion on you, and He wants you. He wants you. He's got a plan for you. He wants you. Will you say yes? And if they say no, I'm not, I don't want that. Well, at least you told them. But, say, but then you come back again and say, you know, you really do want that. You just don't know it yet. You don't know yet. Amen. You do want that. Amen. That's it. You really do. Do you know any of God's things? You really do want them if you know about them. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 
well, I don't, I don't want that tithing stuff. You, you really do. You just don't know about it yet. You don't know what it'll do for you. Well, I don't want that healing stuff. Okay, die. But you really do. You just don't know it yet. Well, I don't know. That. I don't want that tongues stuff. You, oh, you really do. You re- if you knew, uh, if you knew, if you knew all that, all that that could open you up to. Yes, you do. You just don't know it yet. Well, I don't want that born again stuff. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're not Christ if you don't have that. You're not God's if you. Yes, you do. You do want it. You just don't know it. What do you tell the person that says, I don't want your Jesus? What do you tell them? You smile. You don't get mad. You don't get walk away. You don't get offended. You don't say just go to hell then. No, come on. Eternity is too long. This is too serious. This is too important. Come on now. You smile at them and say, yeah, you do. You just don't know it yet. Just don't know and it. then you walk away. Oh, they'll get so mad. They'll get so mad. But when they calm down, those words will, those words will come back to them. And they'll, they'll calm down. And they'll say, that person's such a hypocrite. They're a hypocrite. They're a hypocrite. That's just, people love that word. So that's why they say that. They're a hypocrite. And when, they, and when they calm down, they get quiet. They'll hear, yeah, you do. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, you do. You just don't know it yet. And they'll do anything they can to shut that voice up. Yes, they will. And they won't be able to shut it up. And every time they get quiet, then they'll start turning, sleeping with the TV on and turning up real loud so they can hear other voices. So that they don't have to get quiet enough to hear, yes, yes, you do. You just don't know it yet. Now, what is that? What is that that's happening? That's called, see, God, when, when you speak for God, he gets in your words. Yes, and see, that was God. You spoke it out of your mouth, but God was speaking it to yes, their spirit. And then, and, yes, you do. You just don't know. You, yes, you do. You, and next thing you know, they start in the quiet. When it's just them and God, they say, well, if I don't know it, God, if you're there, help me sh- help show it. If I don't know it, help show it. Show me. Show me what I don't know. And they might find you again. Right. And say, remember what you were telling me? Tell me something. Tell me something about that. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me a little more. That's what don't I know? Tell me what I don't know. Yeah. And they'll probably still come with their attitude. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want that. I don't need that. Yeah. Tell me what I don't know. Tell, tell me. me. Tell me if it's so good. And you can look at them and say, yeah, I'm not really sure you want to know, but when you really want to know, come get me again and I'll help you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Look at the next verse, if you would. For at, Look at this. This is wonderful. This will change your life right here. Get ready, get ready, get ready. For as the rain and the snow. Close your eyes. Picture what that looks like. It's raining. It's snowing. Do you, can you see what that looks like? As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and they don't return there, but what do they do? They hit the ground. They hit the ground. They water the earth. And what happens? They make it bring, they make it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Well, you've got to understand this verse here because it, it, you understand snow doesn't come out and a package of bread all wrapped up. 
come no. from after the snow, does it? No, no. No, what is the... The snow yes. waters the earth. The, the rain waters the earth. Yes. It makes something come up. Yep. And that gives you seed. And then you take the seed. And then what, you, what do you do with it? Seed to the... So, so, so this isn't something that happens automatically. This is something that we must cooperate with, yeah, right? That's right. This is something we have to align our lives with. We got to work the laws of farming. You got to work the laws. Yep. Amen. Then you get seed. Yeah, then you get seed. Yep. Then you plant that seed. Plant the seed. And then what happens? More water. Then, then you get the bread yeah. as a result of what comes up yeah. from the seed. Yeah. So what happened here? What happened here? Something came down mm -hmm. and create and, and allowed you to experience something you couldn't have experienced otherwise. Amen. That's right. Amen. Allows you to have something that you couldn't have had otherwise. That's right. Amen. Allows you to enjoy. How many enjoy hot bread right out of the Amen. oven? Oh, glory. Yes, we do. Yes, we, some of us, more than others, you know. <laughs> I stay with I had cinnamon rolls throughout the week. It wasn't. You know what I mean? You, you're enjoying something you couldn't have had. And, and really, something, bread, came from nothing. All because the rain, all because the rain came down, all because the snow came. Think about think about that. This is just natural. This is just in the natural. The rain comes down, and and the reason you're enjoying food on your table is because there's such a thing as rain. If it's if it's stopped raining and snowing, you get what they call a drought, and then everything gets constricted. But now I got this one more verse to show you. Look at this. As the rain does that, so shall my, go, go to it, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not, just like, the, just like the rain and snow don't just bounce off the earth and go back up. My word doesn't return to me empty, but it, my word, shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall fail in the, th huh? And you never know it may or may not work. No, no, no. no, no, no. My word, my word, every word shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. You, if you align with the laws of farming and you plant peas, somebody tell me how will you know if you've succeeded? When you're eating what? Peas. Peas. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peas. Why? Because that, that pea seed mm -hmm. was sent to give you peas. Yeah, that's right. You're not going to get carrots from nope. peas. Nope. 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 No carrots from peas. Mm -mm. Peas. <laughs> you don't get carrots from peas. No. You get carrots from carrots. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so God has sent his word in several different areas. He sent his healing word. Didn't the Bible say, I've sent my word and healed them. He sent his word for healing. He sent his word for provision. He sent his word for peace of mind. He sent his word so that you, can, you don't ever have to be mentally tormented. That's right. He sent his word. Now, was it not just two verses ago where he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways Higher, uh, or not your ways, for as, right, my thoughts are higher. higher. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts higher. Amen. So shall my word. My word. word. He's yes. talking about his thoughts, but now, he's, yes. but now what does he mention? His word. 
Where do we find God's thoughts? His word. His word. My message for you today yeah. is God's word contains God's thoughts. He, he, he wrote his thoughts down. Yes. He, now, now you say, well, how did he write it? He, in his spirit came upon individuals yes. to write what he wanted written. Yes. He yes. shared his thoughts with certain individuals. He said, write that down. And they did. And they did. Thank God. Thank God. And they did. And I tell you, the, the chances of you getting ever how many people authored the Bible, I forget how many there were. Dozens. Yeah. All those people over a period of a couple thousand years yeah. to write what they wrote and have it harmonized right. like it is. And you can see Jesus from Genesis yeah. all the way through. God wrote this. God wrote this. Though he used men to do it. He said, I've got some thoughts that if you will take these thoughts and if you will get, if you will make my thoughts your thoughts, if you will take this and reprogram your thinking with it, you can live the way I live. You can have what I have. You can do things that I can do. My kingdom, you can, yes, you're living here on earth where natural law prevails, but there's a, there's a, there's a realm called the kingdom of God where there's, it's a spiritual kingdom with spiritual truth. And you lay, the king, you lay the laws of God's kingdom on top of the laws of this natural world and the laws of the, ki- of the kingdom of God will supersede the laws of the natural and help you live different, help you live above, help you live like Paul was talking about. Hey, whether a lot comes, whether a little comes, doesn't bother me. I, I know something. I know something. That will change it anyhow. Yeah. Amen. It'll change it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I may Amen. be in prison now, but I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Amen. And Amen. he did. Amen. And he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, he got out. Amen. You learn God's, you let God's word renew your mind and you learn to think different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will have a life that is different than you ever thought you'd have. You, you'll live different than what your relatives lived. They'll not understand. They'll Amen. say, wait, wait. Nobody in our family ever had a place like this to live in. That's Nobody right. in our family ever did this. Yeah, and and right. how do you have enough income to match it anyhow? Yeah. Praise the Lord. What are you doing? Are you selling drugs? Are you doing something <laughs> illegal? Huh? Serving God. Glory Hallelujah. Serving God. Serving the Lord. I know a minister who had a, a nice Corvette. He, he had nothing for many years. Yeah. And he, he got blessed over the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And learned God's laws of sowing and reaping, which some of, the, of what we talked about here. Right. And he started sowing seed, and, uh, meaning giving into people. And then right. even helping people sowing into their vehicles and right. stuff like that. Right. And then God blessed him over the years. He ended up with a really nice Corvette. This is years ago. And he went into... To, uh, fuel or wanted to pay for his fuel one time and the two girls at the counter said what do you do and before he could answer the other one girls the other girl that was there said i bet you he sell drugs (laughs) 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 bet you he sells drugs why well see their level of thinking is that if you do anything legal you'll never get this if you just operate in the world system You'll never get to where you could have that. And what they're thinking is, working here at the gas station, I'll never get there. And so the only way to get there that I can see is to maybe sell drugs. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. And he said, actually, I'm a preacher. I don't sell drugs. I don't, even, I don't use drugs. I don't barely take an aspirin. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Amen. What happened? See, he learned, he, he imposed higher Amen. thoughts. Yes. He learned yes. to think different thoughts Amen. than the girls at the gas station. Yeah. And he had what they couldn't have. Right. Ooh, right. Right. But see, in the natural, he couldn't have what he had. Oh, glory to God. How many are excited about God's thoughts? But, what, but how do you do it? How do you think his thoughts? Try? No. Try, try, try? No, you've got to get his... Here's his thoughts. You've got to get his thoughts in you, and you've got to think them, and med- it's what we call meditate on them, until his thoughts begin to take over, and you forget your old thoughts, and you're thinking new thoughts. You're thinking God's thoughts, and you have... Then you can have God's best. Then, then the flow of God's compassion to you. And when he said, uh, he said, no good thing will I withhold from you. Then those things begin to flow into your life. Bless your life. Praise the Lord. Did you receive something today from the word of God? Amen. Well, stand up with us, everybody.